broadcasting live from the south of France, and by that I mean just a city in Texas. This is the No Pants Podcast. Oh, what's up, guys? Episode 41. This is 41 of the No Pants Podcast. How are we doing, man? It's good, dude. Good to see you. I don't have a guest today, man. This is going to be a solo episode. This might be a deal for, uh, you know, this might be a, a thing going forth in the future where I don't have guests. Uh, I just kind of hang with you, chill, do a little uh, stream of consciousness, so to speak. Uh, you know, it's how we doing, man. It's the middle of July, dude. It's hot, man. It's just, it's crazy. You just walk outside and you're just oppressed immediately. You're just like... You're just being oppressed by a star. You're just like, oh, man, this is too much, dude. I walk outside and I wear jeans, and I feel like I'm in a cattle... Like, I just feel like I've been in a cattle drive for three months, just in the same pair of jeans, riding a horse. I sit down after five minutes, and that's what I feel like. Just like, oh, I've just been driving cattle for three months, you know, eating coffee with the... Or drinking coffee, rather, with the ground still in it, you know, from a pot over a campfire eating stove apples, you know? What do they eat on a cattle drive? I'm pretty sure it's just like coffee with the ground still in it because it was the 1800s and also just like apples that they put on a skillet and just fry them up and they're like, here's this and some, you know, a biscuit. So <laughs> that's your dinner. Have have fun with that. You're in the middle of the desert driving cattle because it's 1864 and that's what you do for a job in 1864. You chop wood. You drive cattle, you know, you do laundry with the washboard. A lot of people with like washboards, you know, it's still like that in some areas of the world. Have you noticed that? Like you cut to like a, you watch like a commercial or it shows you like a show. It's like some poor Asian country and just, it's just, I'm just dropping pennies everywhere. It's just like a mom with a washboard. Like, man, dude, I'm really glad. Whirlpool hasn't made it out there. Maytag, you can't like you know, send a few hundred thousand units over there just, just to be cool. You know, it's like, Hey guys, uh, here, you're still here. You're still using washboards. Uh, we got some, we, you know, we, we actually in America, we like throw away 14,000 clothes washers a day. I mean, we, we, can we just send these to you? Is that okay? Just send some freight over to you. Just, you know, launch a rock to have a SpaceX rocket, just drop them down. Hey guys, here you're still using the washboards. Uh, that takes like eight hours a day. Do you want to like not have eight hours a day committed to laundry? Because we have these very cheap machines that we could just give you because we're Americans and we're drowning in stuff, you know, just have stuff. I am not nearly any, I'm not anywhere near like the upper class of America. I'm, you know, just not a pretty working class dude. And I still have too much shit sometimes. And I don't even have that much shit, but sometimes I'm just like, well, I have, what is, why do I have this? You know, just look in your closet. Like, I don't need this, this stuff, man. It's crazy, dude. How we doing, man? It's a Wednesday, dude. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right, dude. Life's going pretty good. This is a crazy summer. This is a crazy year. You know, just been trying a lot of new things. Uh, just released my first uh, sketch video with the help of my teammates, Alex Chod and Corey Johnson. Shout out to those guys. Uh, I will put the link to that in uh, the description of this episode if you want. Also, if you follow me on all the socials, you'll probably see it anyway. Anyway, we wanted to shoot a, a Ghost Hunter show at Luby's, and we did that 
I'm really glad we didn't get kicked out. We were still able to eat our food. Uh, Luby's is delicious, by the way. I don't, I don't know if that was obvious throughout the uh, the showing of that episode, but it literally is the most delicious macaroni and cheese I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, if I could use macaroni and cheese just as a bed, that, that'd be fine. If I could just sleep on it every night, that'd be cool. You know, just wake up in the middle of the night, have a, just grab a handful, go back to bed. That's that's actually how I've been losing most of my weight recently. Is just not eating macaroni and cheese at two a.m. That's that's. It turns out if you don't eat macaroni and cheese at two a.m., your body will not store that in your torso. It will just not do that. It'll actually be like, well, well, you, you know, I guess we'll lose some weight now because you're not eating bed calzones at two a.m. Hey, I guess we'll lose some weight because you're not taking a Red Baron pizza and forming it into a funnel and then pouring whiskey through that and then eating the pizza after you pour drink the whiskey funnel at 4 a.m. You're not doing that anymore, so I guess I guess we're your body. Hey, we're your body. We'll go ahead and lose some weight now because you're not doing that. Thanks, man. It's pretty good. You don't really have to do that much to lose weight. You just have to like not be crazy with food at night. And also just not like not drink every night. I uh man, I got into I think if you're uh in the entertainment fields, if you're a musician especially, it's really hard or it's really easy, rather, to just fall into a habit of just like, oh, had eight beers tonight, and then every other night I'm having eight beers, just eight, eight of them, you know. And before you know it, you're just like, oh, my torso is shaped like a house. It is. <laughs> I have a two-story, two-bedroom, three-bath house as a torso. My nipples are the top two windows, and uh, I'm essentially shaped like a four-dimensional trapezoid. That's what's going on. And then you're just like, oh, well, I just don't want to feel, you know, People are like, what are your weight loss goals? It's like, well, really just to not feel like I have a bulletproof vest on all the time. I think that's about it. And also to just, you know, I just would like more women to look at me and be like, I'll bang him, you know? And, and it, what, yeah, look, am I saying that I have, I don't have, I typically don't have issues with women. Uh, it, you know, I'm, it's not, I'm not exactly a virgin, uh, you know, a, but, you know, do I do all right? Yeah, I do all right. You know, am I a charismatic guy? You know, can I make people laugh? Yeah, sure. Do I do all right because of that? Yeah, sure. But also, like, you know, do I want more, maybe more people of the opposite gender to look at me and be like, I'd bang him just because I like the way he looks? Uh, yeah, sure. You know, uh, you know, don't have uh, any overriding confidence issues, but that would be nice is all I'm saying. It'd be nice. Uh, also, you feel really good. I just feel better, man. My brain can form sentences better. Uh, I've been doing stand-up for a couple months now, and uh, I'm able to form sentences on the fly better because I'm not eating processed carbohydrates at 2 a.m. chased with whiskey. So it's it turns out when you don't do that and you just eat more spinach, you could just talk better. I uh, didn't know that at all. Uh, I've talked. I've been over this before on this podcast. Nothing new to you if you're an audience member of this this little show here, but you know, I'm just, I'm just recapping. That's all I'm really doing, man. It feels good to be alive, man. I spend a lot of time being grateful, dude. I've been, uh, spent, I've been trying to be more grateful recently. That's a thing. Just, uh, just more grateful, dude. Just grateful for the situations and circumstances I find myself in. Sometimes I'll just start like, sometimes I'll just grin to myself and whoever is like around me would be like, Hey man, are you okay? Cause you kind of look like a psychopath. I was like, no man, I just, I'm just thinking about how fucking lucky I am, dude, just to be alive, you know. it's uh, Perspective is a good thing, man. I try to get a lot of that. I think that's a lot of reasons why I like having guests on this show. It's because it, it's a built-in little chunk of time where I get to listen to somebody else and 
and learn some stuff. I guess I'm just kind of addicted to learning, dude. That's just that's just who I am as a person. But uh, I don't know, man. Perspective is cool, dude. Perspective can keep you going, man. Perspective and uh, gratitude can keep you going when shit's kind of tough. And uh, it takes you out of yourself, too, man. It takes you out of yourself. I really... I always need to work on that, man. I always need to work on just not being in my head all the time and not thinking about just myself. I like surrounding myself with people who openly love other people, man, and openly give to other people. You know why? Because it makes me do that too, dude. It makes me openly give and just accept and and shit like that, dude. I'm not trying to get, man. I'm getting deep as hell right now. I'm get, I'm turning into the episode, like I'm turning into the end of a Grey's Anatomy episode <laughs> for some reason. Just I don't know. Just going on, man. But really, dude, I don't know, man. It's just a, it's a good summer. It's, it's a lot of stuffs happening, man. I think when you just try things, and uh, you're just open to new shit, it, it's, uh, it's healthy, man. Regardless of the age you are, regardless of who you are as a person, uh, open yourself up to new stuff, man, and be, uh, be prepared to learn, and be prepared to be told you're wrong, and be prepared to admit that you're wrong, and then. You know, also when you're right, tell that, tell people to suck it. You know, if you're right, tell them to suck it. If you're right about something and you're arguing with people and they're like, yeah, you're right, you know, you're right, don't be afraid to be like, yeah, I am right. Also, suck it, you know, but not too serious. Don't get too serious, you know, don't tell them to suck it and then like insult their mother. That's too far, man. Just tell them to suck it, give them a little fist bump, walk away. You won that argument. Congratulations. Do not pass go, do not collect $200. Man, what is up, dude? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I think it's just because I, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, an, I'm addicted to caffeine, and I don't think coffee does it to me anymore, man. I don't think it does it to me anymore. It's just too much, man. It's just too. I don't know, man. I got to do energy drinks now. I don't. Is that bad? Probably, but like, do people have worse vices? Yes. I think. Am I just switching my vice from like alcohol late at night to caffeine? Probably. Should I probably lay off the caffeine? Probably. You know. But also, does it help me do shit? Yes. And also, do a lot of people do Adderall all the time? Yes. Is that arguably worse for you? I don't know. Maybe. Who who knows? Who knows, man? Nobody's drug. I mean, nobody's really drug free. If you think about it, like drug free does not exist. That's not a concept that really. Caffeine is a drug. You know, Diet Coke is a drug. It's a very mild drug, but it's a drug. Dude, Diet Coke is so tasty, man. Diet Coke is, dude. Soda is, man, dude. Dr. Pepper, man. Dude, Dr. Pepper with Mexican food is like the, ugh, just, I don't know why I'm not 500 pounds, man. Just give me a good case. Dude, give me a good fajita burrito, right? Sauteed peppers, onions, cilantro, right? A little, a little green salsa, a little uh, queso, you know, some chips and salsa, chips and guac on the side, right? And then a big, tall, cold glass of Dr. Pepper, man. Oh, get out of here, man. Get out of town, dude. So good, man. I need to go get some Mexican food pretty soon, man. That's what I need to do. That's what I need to do, dude. What's been up, man? How are we doing, man? Hey, do you guys know that I'm on social media? Uh, you know, uh, look me up, dude. No Pants Podcast. Andrew Dalton. Uh, get get in the mix. Let's just get in the mix. Let's start a little club going. Um, you know, this is the place where I try to, try to hawk all my projects and uh get it going and uh that's it man that's just about it man dude stand-up's been crazy dude stand-up's been crazy uh i never thought i would be so good at failing or like rather let me rephrase that or rather i I never thought some failing would be like so fun 
sometimes, man. You got to like stand up's weird because you got to like read a room. I, it, I've been starting out and I've been going to a lot of these different open mics. And uh, I really have figured out so far, you know, and I'm still a fetus when it comes to this stuff. I'm not, I'm, I'm not experienced in any way. Uh, I feel like I can call myself a comic now because I get to go tell jokes with other comics. And I guess that's what I am now partially but you know i am i a veteran no am i theo vaughn no am i crystalia no am i joe rogan no no am i even medium level no i'm not but what i have figured out so far is that uh, a lot of it is reading the room dude and uh it's really encouraging because i think that i have a natural ability to kind of read a room and riff off of stuff and uh kind of like make observations about the situation that everybody's in at that time and like you know say something funny about it and I think I have a natural ability with this stuff, man. I think it's 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 and it's very encouraging. Music and comedy are the two main artistic focal points in my life. And music has I love music for a different reason. And I love it because when it comes to the making it and performing and being a good musician, that has been a grind for my entire adult life. And it's been like a slow build. Dude, I I started playing music and I just really I was 18 and I just really wanted a way to get girls. Like I it's really all I cared about. Like cuz I wasn't that good. like I was on the golf team in a high school and you know, golf team not exactly the zenith of a uh, female attraction. You know, it's not exactly the way to get girlfriends. You can't just walk up and be like I'm on the golf team and you know. You can be that you dude, you can high school quarterbacks, high school quarterbacks you you have groupies in high school if you're a quarterback. Like if you're a football quarterback in high school, you have groupies. Like you just have girls that will just show up at parties and be like, "Hey, can we all There's like seven of us in this SUV. Can we just all give you a blowjob at the same time as that? Can we have in the you know, and you're 17 and you're a dude, so you're just like, "Well, yeah, that can happen. Let's just have an orgy in this Ford Expedition." And that just happens uh doesn't happen when you're just like hey man uh hey ladies uh went three under through the back nine uh yesterday at this golf tournament and all the girls are just like well i don't even know what that means and so you're just like okay well not exactly the same system there uh so i just started music to do that to give to be like man i just want to get chicks and i'm 18 and uh, what am I going to do? I, th- I guess I'll play this bass and uh, learn some newfound glory songs or whatever. And then it morphed from that into, you know, kind of chasing it, putting it off for a while, come back to it, you know. I'd leave a passion and revisit it. And uh, it, it became this thing where it was just like, man, I, I slowly fell in love with it. I was just like, man, I fucking love this, dude. And I fell in love with the process, and I still am, man. I still will. I will be for the rest of my life. I don't think I'll ever be without a musical endeavor for the rest of my life. I love fitting into the pocket, no pun intended, of being a bass guitarist and like finding out how to fill in that space within a group. You know, it's really interesting to me um, how to do that really well. Uh, my biggest influences are bass guitarists that know how to do that really well. I don't know if you've ever listened to the bass. Uh, on any Radiohead song. But if you listen to Colin Greenwood play bass, uh, he's Johnny's brother in that band. And uh, he's just really good at note placement and, uh, you know, fitting in Paul McCartney, of course. Like McCartney, you can, you can listen to any Paul McCartney line ever. And just, it's always, like, he wrote all of it. Like, Paul McCartney did all of it in the 60s and 70s. 
And like you can try to tell yourself that you're writing an original bass line, but really you're just ripping off one of the Paul McCartney lines that he already did. You could write like the most original rock and roll bass line ever. And then you and then somebody's like, Yeah, man, McCartney did that in sixty eight. So you're just like, Oh, okay, well, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. And so, you know, guys like that, I don't know, man. I'm just fascinated with the instrument and uh it's a lifelong love affair with that stuff. Um but it's so it's it's I've got that and then with comedy it's this long or rather it's just this like new thing that i'm like oh i I think i could pick this up pretty quickly because it fits with my personality really well um so it's exciting man it's it's exciting dude it's it's an exciting time right now uh it's an exciting year man i dude earlier i'm gonna be real with you man earlier this year i kind of like snapped like something inside me snapped dude and uh I don't know what it was. I don't know what the catalyst for that was. Um, but like I was sitting, I was actually sitting in this very chair right now, late at night. I got my, my studio here in my house and, and, uh, I was just like, I, I was just tired of feeling like I wasn't really doing all that I could to fill my potential or like to get to my potential. I was like, man, I'm just, I'm, and I wasn't, I was just like, I need to get out of my own way, dude. I need to get out of my own way, man. How many times do you think about like how how you're just in your own way all the time? I know I'm in my own way all the time, all the damn time, man. And so uh, I just like wrote down, dude, I sat here and I just broke down and I started crying, man. And I just like, I was just like, something's got to change, man. I got to make a change. I got to act on something. And uh, I wrote down a list of, of all the things that I would not tolerate from myself anymore. The, all the things that I would not tolerate, or at least I would take active steps to combat or or just reduce greatly in my life because i you know how hard is it to go cold turkey on things you don't your habits you know it's hard to just quit habits man old habits die hard and so really all, i think all you can ask of yourself is just like you know are you trying to to not do it anymore and yeah man i'm trying to not do it anymore and so ever since then man i don't know man it's just this weird whirlwind of just like trying shit and and uh and just doing without thinking think about it but also just do it you know and uh get stuff get stuff done and uh just keep the momentum going and uh keep that entropy alive you know just that that raw energy of just like all right something's happening let's keep it going let's see where this goes and and just be open to stuff man and it's been it's it's been pretty cool, man. I, I think this is a good year. I, I've been relatively happier this year than I have in, in years past. And uh, it's fun, man. So I'm, I'm grateful to be here. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here with me, man. It's 18 minutes. Are you still listening? Who's still listening, dude? Are you still? If you're still listening, I want you to tell me. Like You should be like, hey, man, I was listening at the 20-minute mark of your podcast, and I just want you to know. And then I'll be like, dude, that's awesome. I love you. Let's meet for you know, some queso and Dr. Pepper or some shit like that. I don't know, man. Let's just start a club, dude. I want to start a club, man. I want to start a club. I want to start a team. Dude, there's a lot of that these days, man. There's a lot of teams. There's a lot of clubs. A lot of people feeling the need to belong, man. How crazy is that, man? How crazy is it that, like, adults feel the need to be, like, on teams and shit, dude? I saw a video of, like, a gang, like a biker gang. And it was like all these guys, they're like grandpas. It's like, hey, man, time to hang it up, you know? Maybe don't be in the biker gang when you have great-grandchildren, you know? It's a crazy need, man. It's a crazy thing to want to be on teams. It's detrimental, too, man. I think it's, it hurts our politics, man. Politics is just a dumpster fire now because it's just teams 
It's just teams shouting at each other. It's literally just teams. And then one team is like, you're ruining the country. And then the other team is like, no, you're ruining the country. It's like, oh, motherfuckers, man. You're like, we can't just be about smart decisions and not teams. Like, hey, man, how do we make this political decision? I don't know. What's the smartest decision? I don't know. Let's just figure out the smartest position and like, let's just do that. And it's just not that. But like everyone knows it should be that. Everyone with a working brain just knows that all solutions should just be the smartest solution. And for some reason, we've set it up with our politics to where we're just like, nah, we're just going to make it like a football game. They're just going to make it like the like the Baltimore Ravens versus the Patriots. And it's just like one team is this and one team is that. And it's all just going to be about like what your what skin color you are, you know, like what gender you are. It's all going to be about the most boring shit. Dude, I do not care what color you are, what what's between your legs. Dude, I don't care who you want to sleep. Dude, it's just like all of that is just it doesn't matter, man. It just does not matter. But you know, you know why it doesn't matter? And I'm not saying that in the in the ter- in the way that like closeted racists say it where they're just like, "Oh, I don't care what what color you are." What I'm saying is is that is that it just doesn't matter because none of that really plays into like how good your ideas are when it comes to things like politics or you know you know anything that's involved you know anything that has to do with like public life you know as a as a society things that bind people together or whatever but like your the quality of your ideas doesn't really play in like your gender your orientation your race any of that shit it just doesn't play into like the quality and the substance of your ideas like are your ideas good or are they not good i feel like we've probably lost that a little bit you know hey man uh don't really care you could be you could really just you could be in you could be a, a talking octopus man dude you could be just a talking octopus that comes up from the ground like hey man i've, I've lived in the mariana trench for 80 years because i'm an octopus and we're, we just live really long i guess uh and i've got some ideas about how we can fix some things and like i wouldn't care dude i just wouldn't care like if your ideas are good i just don't care what you are it's 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 so beyond like who's racist and who's not racist because like obviously there are some racist assholes out there obviously we got a lot of them uh today still that run things and are in power uh but like that's a problem that's like easily detectable i feel like it's like easily detectable and like it really it i don't know man i don't know what i'm trying to say other than just like man why are we talking about looks you know why are we in 2019 and we're focusing on what people's race and gender is you know it's weird dude why are there people that still judge people based on that like why why is that even a thing it's just so boring. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it just, it's, it's like saying this glass of milk is like, I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. I don't really know what I'm trying to say. I don't, and I got super political just now. I'm sorry. Did I go all Glenn Beck on you, man? I don't want to be, I don't want to be, don't want to be Glenn Beck. That's for sure. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I do. Cause like, he's got a really hot wife and he's a millionaire. So in that aspect, yes. But like, uh, a crazy Mormon guy with, with insane ideas probably don't want to do that it's not too bad also he's not that great looking of a dude so maybe i don't want to be glenn beck but like maybe you know if i could get paid millions of dollars to just talk on the radio and have a have a wife that looks like sharon stone i'd take that aspect of it but uh i don't know man all i'm saying is just like just have good ideas dude 
just have why you know let's talk about ideas man let's talk about the smartest way to solve a problem and uh let's admit that everything else is bullshit how about that i don't dude i don't i do not care it's like you either kick ass or you don't you know you're either doing shit or you're not i think if you're doing stuff you're trying to break into a field and you're hard working Unless you're a moron, like it doesn't matter who you are. Like if a woman is trying to like break into it, you hear a lot about these days about glass ceilings and whatnot. Could we find the glass ceilings and just take them out? Could we take them out? Like where where are they at? I'd like to take them out. I don't want glass ceilings anywhere for anyone, you know. But it's like if you're kicking ass, how hard is that glass ceiling to break really, you know? And that's a sincere question. Maybe it's super tough and I don't know about it because I'm not a woman. You know, or I'm not, uh, you know, I'm a straight white dude uh, and I'm sure things are a lot harder for other people than I realize because I just simply am not that person. Uh, but where, where are those glass ceilings at, man? Where are they at? Because like, I'd like to break them. Can we break them together? You know, can we, can we just take them out? So, so I just don't have to hear about it anymore, man. That's really all it is. It's just like, can we just stop talking about the boring shit? Can we just take all the glass ceilings and all the ceilings everywhere and just take them all out? one by one just at the same time so i just don't have to hear it anymore because honestly the topic is boring as shit i'd rather talk about more interesting things than race or gender it just is not that it's like somebody's sex life it's just like i don't do it i don't care if you're gay uh straight whatever i just honestly i just don't care i doesn't interest me at all you know it's just not i don't care if you're the straightest person alive don't care if you're the gayest because I'm not in your bedroom and like what goes on in your bedroom is your business. I don't care about it. That's the thing. I just don't, I don't have a, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. It's just like, I, you know, so it's just like, why, why are we so obsessed? Why are we so fixated on shit that doesn't matter, dude? That's all I'm saying. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. I just don't know anymore, man. I don't know. I'm going I'm going way off the rails. Dude, I'm going super political, super deep, super philosophical. And I apologize here. Let's bring it back down. Let me make a provocative statement right now. I'm going to make a hot take. Actually, I don't know, man. I don't have a hot take at all. Dude, I don't have many takes on anything. I just I just think everything should be done smartly and without stupid bullshit attached to it, man. I don't know, dude. Politics is a dumpster fire is what I'm getting at, dude. I don't. Like, I just, I don't have time. Dude, I'm just mad that, like, I have to, like, I don't want to have to think about the, dude, the American president, if you're president of the United States of America, first of all, it's a weird system that we got because we, we invented it when people rode on horses and wrote with feathers. So, you know, we invented it when men wore knickerbockers, you know, we (laughs) knickerbocker was the generic pant of most men. You know, they just wore tights and knickerbockers. And then we were just like, let's have a king, but not call him a king. It's president, you know. People were like, yeah, we, we should do that, man. Let's have one dude just kind of running everything. And uh, maybe that's not the best way to do it now. You know, it goes back to the smart thing. Is it the smart? Is this the smartest? This is the best system we got. This one right here. I don't know. It's pretty good because we've been seeing how effective it is in checks and balances the last couple of years. But I don't know, man. It's just weird. I don't want to have to think about the president every single day, dude. I just don't want to, like, I don't want to wake up and, like, see, like, I just uh, I have shit to do. You know, I just, I, I have things to do. I don't care. Uh, I really just am trying to get by my own life, and I don't want to have, and it's, it's a weird form. 
it's a weird form of disrespect. It's like when you two put that album on your phone a few years ago. Do you remember that? If you have an iPhone, you woke up one morning about four years ago and there was just a YouTube album on your phone and you're just like, hey man, I really didn't want this on my phone. You're taking up space on my phone that I could be using for other things. And I feel sort of slightly violated, you know? So I feel a little violated in my, in my personal space and I uh, don't know how I feel about it. Made me like you two a lot less uh, even though Joshua Tree is a great record, but like, you know, I just don't put your shit on my phone. And I, I feel like with with the president's the same thing. It's just like, hey man, I don't need to know your stupid thoughts on everything. First of all, I would if like I was hanging out, I wouldn't even want to ever talk to you. Like if like if Donald Trump was a person sitting at a table that you go to, like on the back porch of a patio bar, and it's just like the what he's the one guy like you, you know when you sit down at a table and uh, there's like six, seven people there you don't really know. And if Donald Trump was like one of those people, like f- like three minutes in, you'd be like, oh, fuck this guy, dude. I don't want to. <laughs> Who's this asshole, man? First of all, he's got horrible opinions about everything. You know, I guess he's got a lot of money, but like I don't give a shit. You know, he's just loud. He uh, He bullies everyone at the table. He, you know, he kind of like insults them, but he's not that funny. So it's like. Hey man, what are you doing? Uh, so I, I don't know, man. It's it's really strange. So like that, but it's just like amplified. He's and plus he's in charge of all the nuclear weapons. So you're just like, man, I don't I don't know, dude. I don't know about this, man. I don't want to hear about you every single day. It's really strange, man. And then Democrats are just like, yeah, we just we, you know all we got to do is not be insane to win 2020, and they can't do it. You know, they're just <laughs> just like. We're gonna put we're gonna put what we think is the exact opposite of Donald Trump in the face of Donald Trump, which is, you know, like uh, you could take all the new congresswomen and things like that, the people that you've elected, talking about Ilhan Omar and AOC and all these people. It's like that's cool and all. I'm glad that you were elected to Congress and you were a, you were a bartender before. That's a pretty cool feat. But also, like, again, how good are your ideas? Because you don't seem to have really great ideas. You just kind of seem to be shouting like millennial talking points that like drunk millennials say when they're just like talking about how the world should be better. Just like, we should have all this stuff. Why isn't it like this? And it's just like, well, it's not like that because of several reasons, not necessarily because the world is against you just because that's not how shit goes. And then they're just like, well, I I don't, I want it like this. So we should have it like this. It's like, well, that's not how the world works. You know, you gotta, (laughs) there are systems in place, you know? So, they're not necessarily the greatest answer to Donald Trump. Demographically, they are. They're the opposite. They're uh, women of color. Uh, they're minorities. Uh, they come from certain different backgrounds, uh, which the president just decided to lampoon. Uh, dude, he went full Walmart bloomer the other day. It's pretty crazy. It's like, dude, just don't tweet, you know. But, like, I don't think they're the best, necessarily the best answer to it, man. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't even know, man. All I just all I know is it's just stupid. All politics is dumb. Why am I still talking about it? I don't even know, dude. But uh, listen, man, I'm gonna wrap it up here pretty soon. Uh, good little episode. I'm gonna do this more often. I think I'm gonna do more solo podcasts. Just kind of talk about whatever's on my mind, and uh, you know, all uh, this will be kind of the hub for all my stuff and uh, all my musical endeavors. Uh, Otis the Destroyer's got a show coming up. July 26th at Barracuda Hot Summer Nights. That's uh, going to be free. Those few days are going to be really rad. Uh, a lot of music, a lot of free music, a lot of good times. Uh, come out and sweat with us. Uh, 
really excited, man. Really excited about this this band for the next few months. Uh, we were playing Austin City Limits Festival in October, and that is an absolute dream come true. And I'm very grateful to be a part of that, and uh, that's going to be really fun. And uh, yeah, man, do it to it. Uh, follow us on all the socials. Tiger Cop Productions is uh, my video production company that I run with two of my friends. Uh, look us up on YouTube. Look us up on Facebook. Uh, give me a shout out on socials, man. Say what's up. If you're listening to this, say hi, man. If I don't know you, say hi. Uh, and let's get it going. Let's start a club. At some point, we'll just think about what the club's name is. And uh, we'll go from there. But uh, anyway, love you guys. Uh, stay tuned. And I'll talk to you soon, man. Bye. Attention Black Mesa researchers, this has been a presentation of the No Plans Podcast. Because tomorrow the sun will rise. Who knows what the tide could bring? <laughs>